couple years down the road, your life is in complete and utter shambles. Oh, what happened? So you uh, you were telling some jokes one night. You went down to the uh, the Velveeta room. Tell some uh, some jokes. Was it a mic or was I booked? Uh, no, it was at the Friday eleven o'clock show. Okay. You just kind of walk in. Michael Park, the door guy, is out front. He's like, Jay, good to see ya. Yeah. Just nod at him. Danny Goodwin goes up before you. He eats shit. Oh? Yeah. You go up. You have the fucking set of your life. How much time did I do? Um, You were supposed to do six, but you were murdering so hard that you ended up doing uh, an hour. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's... The crowd was, and everyone was into it. Even the comics in the back and everything? They're howling with laughter. There's like seven comics who have to go up after you. Wow. Yeah. But they're like, man, this is just what a fun show to watch, all this stuff. Um, And you're like, all right, well, thanks. You get a standing ovation. You're like, holy shit. Um, That's great. You decide to, uh, like, I'm just going to head home. I'm pretty tired, whatever. As you walk out, uh, Michael Park, the door guy, as you walk down the street, just shouts, you were supposed to do six minutes, asshole. It's like shivering in the cold. That I feel bad about that. Yeah, you, but you don't really know how to process that. You just fucking keep walking. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you walk home, and uh, you jump into uh, into bed. You kind of come to. You're in an all white room. That has no uh, walls or ceilings. Okay. You're like, what is this about? You turn around, and standing there is a man. He is uh, dressed like a clown, so like oh. a clown nose and stuff like that. I don't um, like that. And he's uh, what's kind of weird about him is that he's holding a uh, a balloon, and the balloon has your face on it. Okay. One of the eyes on the balloon is like scratched out. He goes, uh, he goes, hello, Jake. He goes, my name is Dreamy Dan. He goes, and welcome. Welcome where? To the Time Odyssey, part one. Earth lay dying. So you wake up and uh, you're kind of uh, like that was fucking weird and like you kind yeah. of you try not to think too much about it. You kind of forget it ever happened. But you had gotten so drunk at the Valve the night before, um, that you slept for like 24 hours. That's a long time. Yeah. So you thought it was a Sunday. It was actually Monday. Oh. Uh, and uh, so you like your roommates out of town. Mm-hmm. He's not coming back till Monday. You're in the clear, you know? Or so you think. Oh, shit. So you're hanging out, and uh, you know that your roommate's not coming home for another day. So you just start, like, uh, you're watching TV, and uh, it's this, uh, it's Xena Warrior Princess. Okay. You start to think to yourself, like, man, I remember when I was, like, 
a young kid when I was like, you know, 12, I would watch this show and like jack off because I didn't know how the internet yeah. worked or anything. And you're like, like that in Shape Magazine. Right. And you just like kind of laugh to yourself. Yeah. And then for old time's sake, you decide to jack off while watching it, you know? Hell yeah. And um, you're like almost there, you know, when mm-hmm. you hear a um, the door, you know, the uh, the key turn. Oh, shit. And the lock. And you go, oh, no, he's home. So you kind of just like run out as fast as you can. And uh, you run outside, and right as you, you for some reason, you keep jacking it as you're running. And uh, right as you co- as you uh, go outside, you're like, you know, climaxing as you run outside. And uh, you end up like tripping on your face and stuff and rolling around. And Oh. So you're like, oh, that was weird. But um, that would be embarrassing enough. But uh, Google Earth uh, took a photo. No, of your coordinates, like right as you were doing that. So on Google Earth, it becomes this like huge, like joke where like, oh yeah, go to these coordinates. You see some guy running while he's masturbating. I don't know what's going on here. Oh no, do yeah. people know it's me? Yeah, it has your name underneath it. No, oh shit. Did I hurt my dick a lot? Yeah. That so uh, you're not feeling uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, you know, you're kind of no, being uh, owned online. Uh, your dick hurts. It'll be fine again, hopefully. Uh, so you just like start walking, you know, and you're not even cognizant of how long you've been walking. You don't even know what direction you're walking in. You kind of forget you're walking. And then you, uh, you realize that you've walked very far from home. You're in a uh, kind of a, a strange like suburb of Austin. Mm-hmm. It's called Softville. It's called Softville. Yeah, Softville is kind of a strange place. Um, there's a um, a swamp princess that uh, lives there. There's a swamp right outside of Softville, and there's uh, the, the the swamp princess who lives there. And um, every Monday at three fifty seven. A.M. or P.M.? Both. Oh. They, the the uh, citizens of Softville go to uh, the swamp and they sacrifice a, a, a chicken, every single one, to the uh, the swamp priestess. Like, what's the population of Softville? There's a lot of people? There's. It's pretty big. Yeah, it's not like, um, I mean, I don't know what the average size of an uh, American city is, but it's, it's pretty much that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, and uh, the uh, the priestess uh, like doesn't speak English, and they don't speak her language. But she just sits there, and all day long, she's like, "I don't want the chickens. Like, you don't have to keep doing that. Like, I get my nutrients from the swamp. Um, I mean, thank you. This is cool, I guess. But I don't, I don't need this. But like, they don't speak the same language, so <clears throat> it just continues they, for a while. Yeah, they keep sacrificing the chickens. Yeah, and it's like. <laughs> You know, of all the terrible things to do in life, is, is you know, it's not really that big a deal. So whatever. Yeah. Um. So um, you're like walking. You're like, holy shit! I can't believe I've I've gotten this far. So you turn around and you start walking to home. It's one thirty a.m. Jesus. Yeah. 
you look down at your phone, you have um, eleven hundred notifications on Twitter, and you just what? know what's yeah. It's, you just know it's people just fucking owning you because of that uh, Google Earth uh, photograph. Yeah, it's been viewed five billion times. Five billion times. Yeah, billion with a B. Is it? Hasn't it been like a day? Yeah, it's a pretty popular photo. Uh, Howard our, Stern found it. He, he brought it up on his radio show. That's kind of what kickstarted it. And then, like, um, you know, late night with uh, Seth Meyers, they do have a whole like comedy routine about it. And you're like, just fucking like, oh, that yeah. sucks. And they go, we don't know who this guy is, but once we find out, we're going to tell you. And then, like, the next day, you're identified as Jake Rowe, and they, they put it underneath. That sucks so bad. Yeah. Did they do it again on late night, like the next day? Like so, update it like, hey, we got his name. Here we go. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So um, basically, uh, you're kind of upset and you're walking. You're yeah. Not, you're not really I would paying be. attention. Suddenly in the distance, but the not far distance, you hear the howl of a single wolf. Okay. And you're like, oh, wow, nature. And then uh, a few minutes later, you hear the howl of like 17 wolves. I would not walk Remarkably in that direction. Closer. I'd walk in a, is there any body of water nearby? No, but there is uh, the long, lonesome road back to Austin. Root kill. <laughs> I. Uh, it was named after uh, this guy named Robert Kill. Uh, he... Uh, operated a uh, bowling alley in austin yeah in austin he operated it uh for like a very very long time uh so they named a. he was a war oh. hero um they um were able to smuggle uh people who otherwise would have been uh murdered by the holocaust uh they uh, were able to uh, smuggle them in to uh, texas you know the same way that uh lbj's family did Sounds like a pretty good guy. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so it's named after him because he was like this, this like selfless guy who um he wanted to fight in World War II so bad, but he couldn't. Uh, his uh, his dick was too big, <laughs> so he couldn't fight. So um, <laughs> the only other way he could think that he could help the effort is to uh you know smuggling these these guys who who uh, who did nothing wrong and. <laughs> So he did that, and so they named the, the road after him, Robert Kill. So that's so anyway, so you're on a Root Kill. Route Kill. And uh, now there's like clearly like 32 wolves howling nearby. Can I tell like what direction the howls are coming from? Or yeah, it seems it just... to be like every direction at the same time. All right. Uh what do you do? I would try to find like a somewhat of a sharp branch nearby. You look down. There's a, a branch by the side of the road. Looks sharp as fuck. Great. Look like it. It could pierce the uh, the heart of a dragon. That's exactly what I was looking for. You go down to pick it up. That cut yourself on it accidentally. You're like, oh no. Oh. Now, like the wolves sound pretty much a few 
feet away and you're bleeding and you're thinking to yourself like well, how the i'm i'm doomed i'm fucked when suddenly you turn around and coming towards you is uh what appears to be like a city bus oh no and uh you're like what the hell why is there an austin city bus this far out and then uh above the bus suddenly in like electronic letters it goes it goes hello jake need a lift yeah smiley face it pulls up to you. The wolves like retreat a little bit. The door opens up. It's like, Psh! and uh, sitting there uh, at the wheel is this, is this guy. He's uh, he's wearing a pirate hat. He's mm-hmm. kind of got like a wispy kind of mustache, and on his shoulder is like a large blackbird. And you're like, huh? I wonder what kind of bird that is. Yeah. And you look down and he's wearing a name tag. It says J period crow. <laughs> he goes, That's... he goes, Hey Jake, my name is J crow and welcome to the bus with no name. What do you do? Do you get on the bus? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be, Real excited to tell that guy that my name is Jake Rowe. Yeah, yeah. So you get on the bus. You say that. Do you, do you say that to him? Yeah, uh, like immediately. That'd be the first thing I said. He's like, uh, "Yeah, it's cool." He goes anyway. So where, uh, where where am I dropping you off, friend? He goes. By the way, he kind of points toward the uh, the bird on his shoulder. <clears throat> he goes. This is uh, Esmeralda. Uh, she is uh, a crow. She does take human form by the light of the moon. So don't worry. <laughs> so he goes. Where are you heading to, brother? Uh, going to my friend's house. What's your friend's name? Andrew. Andrew what? Andrew Tidland. He goes, oh, the Tidlands, yeah. So he goes, yeah, I can. Uh, I'm actually heading that direction. I, I can drop you off if you want. He goes, wow, sounds like there's a lot of hungry wolves outside. <laughs> he goes, you, you need a ride there, uh, brother. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of wolves out there. One of the wolves right. actually like jumps up against the. Uh, the window of the bus, it snarls as its neck is just crushed. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would definitely... As it, like, slides down the bus, like the, like the outside of the bus, it still is nipping up, trying to bite at you. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. So he goes, all right, let's go. He starts driving, and he goes, um, oh, I do have to make a quick detour, um... You know, uh, he goes, look, me and uh, Esmeralda, we have an understanding. Esmeralda looks at you and winks. The bird? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And he goes, anyway, uh, yeah, this will just take like two seconds. He hits a button. Uh, it's like purple button. Suddenly, like a wormhole opens up in front of the bus with no name. What? And uh, the bus goes through it. And now you're kind of in like this weird space time uh, sort of area. You look, you're like, what the hell's going on? You see all these weird colors and like rainbows and all this stuff. You look to your left and uh, 
kind of floating next to you is this guy. He's got like a cowboy hat on. He's holding the biggest joint you've ever seen in, in, in uh, your life. Uh, he like takes a big hit of it. He like exhales and he goes, uh, hey, Jake, I'm the cosmic cowboy. Good luck. <laughs> and you go, what? And then uh, the wormhole ends. And now you're kind of just like outside somewhere. You don't really know where you are. And uh, Jay Crow is like, all right, uh, so we will be back in like uh, 30 minutes and then we'll, we'll get you back to, you know, back home, back to your friends. Don't worry. So him and the bird just leave? Yeah. What do you do? I get off the bus and you try to see yeah. where I am. Fair. You're kind of like looking around. You just seem to be in some kind of like like neighborhood kind of it just, it just looks like the suburbs and you're like i don't even know where i am and um you kind of start to get freaked out because you're like i don't know i'm somewhere in space and time i don't know where um i don't know what the deal is with this j crow guy uh who is that cosmic cowboy what was that about and uh you kind of don't even notice him which is why you bump straight into this guy and you kind of get your bearings like what the hell and standing in front of you is this guy. He's wearing a, a blue robe. It's covered with uh, bear emblems. Okay. He's holding a staff. At the uh, the tip of the staff is like a uh, like sausage and peppers. Uh, the uh, all right. And when he speaks, this guy has the worst Chicago accent you've ever heard in your fucking life. Really? Yeah. He he goes. He, he's. Uh, you just hear his voice. He goes. Uh, hey there, Jake. He goes. Um, I'm the the Wizard of Chicago. The Wizard of Chicago. Yeah. And he goes. Um, he goes. Um, it seems like you're out of space and time over there. Uh, yeah. It appears to be that way. He reaches underneath his cloak. He pulls out this giant like stein of beer. <laughs> just fucking downs it immediately. <laughs> Takes a bite of the fucking sausage and the grilled peppers and onions. He goes, you hungry? Kinda. He uh, went through a lot. He grabs like the sausage off of the, the tip of his uh, staff and hands it to you. What do you do? Ask if he has a bun. You blink. And there's a bun in your left hand. Perfectly grilled. It fits perfectly in your hand. Almost as if your hand has been waiting to grasp this bun. And you think to yourself, how could I ever have waited this long to grasp perfection? Wow. Yeah. You kind of snap out of it. You kind of feel silly. What do you do? Put the sausage in the bun do you eat it yeah i take a bite you take a bite and it's suddenly it's it's almost as if you're transported to a different place it's almost like you have some kind of like sense memory or something Aren't they already in a different place yeah but you kind of like forget where you are because when you bite into this hot dog you remember a, a specific moment uh in your life on the playground, it was a uh, a summer's evening. Your parents let you stay out a little bit later. You know, you're uh, six years old. Nice. 
Your sister's there. She's running around. Your mother's there. She's standing in the uh, in the sunlight. And when you look at her for a moment, it's almost like you're looking at a goddess. Your father picks you up in the air. He lifts you so fucking high, you think to yourself, you think to yourself, angels wouldn't dare go this high. And in that moment, you uh, know in your heart that uh, you're loved. You know in your heart that your, your father will always be there to protect you. You feel in your heart that you are a uh, child of God. Wow. So you snap back. It's a pretty good sausage. Uh, so he goes, um, what are you doing here, Jake? Wait, who says that? The Wizard of Chicago. The, oh. Honestly, I don't remember. And he goes... Oh, I, I remember one thing. And again, his Chicago accent, it's its as if he doesn't really know how to do the Chicago accent, but he does it anyway. <laughs> he goes, I know who the best uh, football team of all time is. The Bears. He goes, remember that? Yeah, I do. He goes, look. And he goes on to explain yeah. that. He knows that you're a person out of time. You're not supposed to be where you are. You yeah. still don't really know where you are yet, but... um. You're somewhere that's not your current space and, and time. Yeah. And he go he basically goes on to say, look, all you have to do, I have, you know, magic powers. Uh, I can send you back to your timeline. He goes, Look, I don't want to tell you what this J. Crow guy is up to, but it is gross. So he's like, I can help you out. He goes, All you have to do is uh there's a building right there. Uh go down to the uh basement level. Uh, door number three, there's a key, a magic key. He goes, and he goes on to explain. He's like, he's like, I need the key. <laughs> do you do it? Yeah. So he goes, he, he, he's like, I would go down over there to get the, the key, but they, uh, they know how to keep me away. They could tell the difference. He goes, every time I've tried to go down there, all the the guards like to tell me that uh, the Chicago Bears are the worst football team in America, and I just got to get out of there over there. You look up, there's another smoked sausage on top of his fucking staff. Without even saying anything, he just grabs it off, puts it in your mouth, you eat it, nothing happens. Uh, he's like, uh, so do you, so you agree to do it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you're walking towards uh, the building, and they're playing uh, over the loudspeaker. They're just talking about how like the Chicago Bears fucking suck, and like if you like the Chicago Bears, you're probably you know not smart. In fact, you're probably dumb. All these things, and you're like, <sighs> all right. And so uh, you walk into the building. There's not a lot of like security or anything, and you're like, why the hell is it? Was, it's kind of strange that there's um some kind of magic key, whatever. So you're down to the, the the basement level, and there's a there's three doors, one, two, 
three. Which door do you go into? Uh, three. You open up the uh, the door, and right as you open the door, this guy is walking by. So you you accidentally hit him, and uh, he falls forward and like hits like a button on a console, and then he looks down and he goes like, "What?" In like a heavily accented voice, he's like, "Oh no!" He's <sighs> like, "We gotta evacuate." Chernobyl because this is not good and they look up at you and they go what the fuck do you want well, I'm sorry to bother you so you kind of just turn around and kind of like <sighs> ooh and you uh, you kind of just walk out of there and uh, you hear like uh, you know the meltdown of the nuclear reactor in uh, Chernobyl and you just kind of like walk really really quickly and you like whistle yeah. you go, but like you can't you never learn to whistle so you just kind of go <laughs> Just real weak. It's really, really weak. No one hears you do it, but you just do it for kind of like a safety uh, precaution. Sounds like I'm trying to cool down some soup. Yeah. (laughs) You just think of fucking like a minestrone soup the whole time. (laughs) And how much you fucking hate it. So you you run back to uh, the bus of no name and uh, Jay Crow is standing there. And he's like, what? What's going on? They're, they're, they're saying there's like a meltdown or something? Why is there like a the, the alarm going off? Don't worry about that. Let's just, let's go. He goes, Ignore right. that. He goes, Not done and done, my man. He gets on the bus and sits down and you sit down uh, behind him and he goes, oh man, I can't believe the that sesh I just had. I can't, I can't believe I'm still on my feet, you know? And you're like, all right, he hits a button. You show up back in uh in Austin. You're right in front of uh your friend's house. He's like, "All right, well, uh, it's good to meet you. Hope things uh hope things work out for you, my friend." He sticks out his hand. Do you shake his hand? Yeah, I probably shake his hand. You shake his hand. He does that thing where with his middle finger kind of like tickles the inside of your palm. If I notice it soon enough, I would do it back. You do it back. At one point, your fingers like meet. And you look oh, at this guy and you um, choke back tears. As you know, this is the last time you'll ever see Jay Crow. You feel like these encounters happen once in a lifetime. Yeah. You get off um, the bus. You're like, ah. You walk into your uh, your friend's house. Open the door. And uh, standing in the hallway is this dude. He's the most bald man you've ever seen in your life. Oh, no. There is not a stitch of hair on this guy's fucking head. It is like looking at the moon, except it's a head. You know? You're like, what the hell? And then you kind of look down. His eyes are blue. But they're not blue like any color you've ever seen on this planet. They're the type of blue that you would uh, see in your dreams. The blue of the water that surrounded Atlantis. Wow. Chunks of ice in that water. You think to yourself, man, if I had eyes that cold, I'd be a dead man. His teeth are like sharks. They look very sharp. They're actually, they look like the most sharp thing you've ever seen in your life. Damn. 
until you see his suit. This suit is sharp to a degree that you feel like you think of that Kill Bill scene where it's like, you know, that guy makes the sword and he's like, hey, if you encounter God on your journey, God will be cut. Yeah. You think to yourself, if God encountered this suit, he'd be in two pieces. Damn. It is without a doubt. It's it's sharp. It is a fitted suit. It looks pretty good, dude. And the um, the suit is so sharp that you don't even really notice that he's holding a, a machete in his hand, and oh, he uh, <clears throat> slams you up against the wall. No. He goes, "Where's Jay Crow?" He was on a bus. He goes, "Where is he?" It, it was. That's a different guy. Our names are similar. He was on a... I'm Jake Rowe. He's Jay Crow. I understand how you'd be confused, but he drives a bus. I don't do that. He's on a bus. Find the bus that doesn't have a name. The bus with no name. Find that one. He looks at you. He's like, all right, just answer this one question and I'll leave you alone. He goes... What's the crow's name? Do you tell him? Or do you protect the name of Esmeralda? No, I would tell him. I'd say it's Esmeralda Octagon. It's and he goes, Kill her too. And I he go, and he, don't care. From what I've heard, the dude isn't very popular. People don't like him that much. Pretty much any time he comes up, bad things happen, and the bird is included, and I don't want to die, so. He looks at you, and he goes, Jake, you've been really helpful. And then he slices your head off. God damn it. God damn it. Your head falls from the body, almost as if in slow motion, and you realize with a horror horror that uh, the human head actually stays alive for like... A while after it's chopped Wait, off. Like, how long is a while? Um, about two minutes. Oh, uh, that's too long. He uh, kicks your head out the door no. and then proceeds to do a bunch of like cool like soccer moves with your head. Uh, he, some kid like videotapes what? it. It goes viral. It's like bald guy kicks head around, and then once they make the connection that you're the same guy who was jacking off in that Google Earth photo, they're like, oh, "Holy fuck. shit!" People like write papers about you as the unluckiest person in the world. People are like, I mean, can you imagine? What are the odds of this? That sucks. Yeah. So your, your head's alive for about two minutes and you, you realize that, oh, they're, they're filming me. And then um, the last thing you hear is one of the, one of the guys goes, uh, hey, is that a, I think I know the guy. I think he's, is he a comedian? No. And uh. you die. <laughs> Oh, no. That's the worst worst way I could have died. Your friend's dog uh, laps up all the blood that's in the hallway and then ends up uh, choking on it and dying. (laughs) So your friend's dog dies too. Holy shit. (laughs) 
God damn. Yeah, you died. You died real bad. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst way I could imagine dying. That's <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you got you, you got to pay the price sometimes, you know. I guess. <laughs>